Whenever I see one of those Instagram or Facebook ads pop up that's like, I've unlocked a new revenue stream and you only have to work four hours a day to do it too. I call bullshit on that. <laughs> Every single time I'm like, no. The latest one I've seen a lot recently is Amazon publishing. So basically publishing your own ebook or a lot of people are just publishing notebooks slash empty journals and great revenue stream for some people. But as someone who has a little mini ebook on Amazon and an existing audience to even send traffic to that, I'm going to be honest, I've made probably two or $300 off that. That is not enough to support my business. And it is certainly not just four hours of work a day to make $10,000 a month. But I do understand when it comes to these new kind of online jobs, there is a lot of curiosity, right? There is curiosity around how much time you actually have to put into a business to see success. And in fact, one of the most common questions I get across my social channels is, Ellen, how many hours a day do you work? What's your schedule like to get these results? And I'm going to come straight out and tell you it is not by working four hours a day, friend. <laughs> I am not one of those ads where I'm going to show you this quick hack and this super secret cool thing that nobody knows about. And honestly, a lot of those posts are just trying to sell you a course. And coming from someone who sells courses as well, I think that's really like unethical and I do run ads myself and if you've ever come across one of my course ads for my webinar, I really hope it doesn't come across like that. I hope it just comes across as a genuine girl just trying to share her love of her, her career and her business and encouraging other people to pursue the same passion. But going a little bit off topic here because those ads always get me riled up. Today, I really wanted to unpack this question and give you some insights into how much I actually work as a social media manager. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Ellen, a former nine to five escapee turned six figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. moment of honesty. I work probably anywhere between 40 to 60 hours a week. I'm not going to sit here and tell you social media management is easy. In fact, I don't even think this is the right job for everyone. Don't get me wrong. I love my business. I am so grateful to have a job that I wake up excited to do every day. But there is definitely this myth on the internet that social media managers are lazy people or this misconception that we only work a couple of hours or like us working is scrolling Instagram, which to be fair, sometimes it is. I'm doing research and it's, it's, it's valuable. I need to do it. I need to find some trending sounds. I need to look at competitors content. Other times I am literally just scrolling reels like any other person procrastinating. <laughs> Now, it might surprise some of those who follow me quite closely on Instagram that I do work like a standard 40 hour week because 
I'll often share things where I'm like, hey, I'm taking a Wednesday off, I'm going to the spa, or I'm going to the movies by myself and having a fun day out. Or I'll be like, it's a Friday, finished work at 12 o'clock. But the way that I guess I round myself up to a 40 hour week is I do tend to work weekends. And this isn't, you know, everyone's cup of tea. I'm not saying you have to work weekends as a social media manager, but the benefit of running your own business is you get to set your own hours. And for me, I am most productive in kind of like bursts of work hours. <laughs> I cannot do a full eight hours of work. I'm just going to say it. I'm a little bit embarrassed. I used to do full eight hour days in my previous corporate job and I've always struggled. I was talking to my partner about it the other day because it was 3.30 in the afternoon and I went and had a nap on the couch and then I was talking about it later and I was like, I always struggled with afternoon slumps in the office. Like I would find it so difficult to sit at my desk around that 3.30, 4 o'clock time because I know I'm not going to do good quality work. Like I'd power through what I needed to in the morning and around lunchtime. And I would struggle sometimes to stay awake at my desk. And that was just me. Like I think it's smart actually to play to your strengths, to not force yourself to work when you're tired and to actually double down and maximize the hours where you are your most productive in the day. And for some people that is working in the evening. So, you know, for me, it's more probably the morning for you. It could be working later in the evenings and sleeping in. What I think is most important is just seeing what's personally going to work for you. And that really is a big part of the reason why I wanted to run my own business. I wanted to work in freelance because I couldn't put up with someone else dictating when and how I had to work. So if I look at my schedule for this week, for example, it has been Black Friday on the week that I'm recording this. So it has been a little bit busier, you know, there's you know, sales happening with clients, there's a few extra posts going up and I'm making sure I'm checking in on messages more regularly to make sure there's no questions. And it's just generally quite busy for, for people in marketing <laughs> this time of year. So I would say I wake up at probably eight o'clock and I'll be working by nine at the latest. So I feel like that's pretty standard. I'm just taking out a commute. <laughs> I probably have six or seven times a month where I will start earlier. Sometimes I start as early as six o'clock in the morning because of time zones. I live in New Zealand and we're in the bottom of the world and the Northern hemisphere, you know, they obviously start their day while I'm sleeping. So mornings tend to be busier for me. And if I have meetings, they do need to be scheduled first thing. So I'll either have coaching calls or I'll have live streams or client meetings and they can start as early as like 6.30, 7.30. But I do try limit this. So it's not something I'm going to do every single day. I'm not going to start offering coaching calls for everyone at 6am um, because I do need to like protect my energy and make sure I'm getting enough rest. But this is also one of the ways that I kind of hit your average 40 hour work week by not working the typical eight to five or nine to five. I start earlier and then I finish earlier. This week, however, I didn't have any early morning calls, but I did have a late evening 8 p.m. call. So this was actually a live stream for my membership group for my course, Dishing Up Digital School. So this does mean, yes, I got to sleep in that morning. Yes, I got to finish off early or no, I don't think I finished early the day. I had like a solid two and a half hour lunch break though. <laughs> but I did have to put some work in 
kind of technically overtime outside of standard work hours. And that's really where your hours as a social media manager start to add up. Like you might be putting out posts in the evening, you might be working with someone else's time zone, you might be checking in on messages in the evening or early morning. It really does fluctuate. You're not sitting in that structure of an office corporate job. But of course, the benefit of being your own boss is you do have control over your hours. So I've been very intentional this month to focus on only working roughly 40 hours or less a week. But in October, I was definitely for two or three weeks, I was working overtime because I had a live launch I was working on for one of my courses. And I was just really excited to work late, actually. I would be working at nine o'clock and then my boyfriend would have to come in and take the laptop off me and be like, stop, you're not allowed to do this. You need rest, <laughs> which is just good. Probably shouldn't be letting myself get to that point. But if there is a project that I'm really excited about, I will put in the extra hours there. And if I see it as something that is potentially high value or has a high amount of money attached to it, like if I'm gonna make a significant amount of cash from that live launch, I'm gonna go and put the extra hours in and not be kind of worried about it. But on the flip side, if you are struggling in your business, if you're feeling sick, if you have family commitments, uh, if you have, I know I've had students who've been like planning a wedding, there is the ability to scale back your hours and work less. As a social media manager, you do have the power to schedule and automate a lot of your work once you get some regular clients through the door. When I look back on when I went full time as a social media manager, I loved it. I was not working more than four hours a day. <laughs> it was the best. But for me, I just, I'm an ambitious person and I wanted to grow. I wanted to scale. I wanted to make more money. So I had to put more time in. And I think a lot of people look at something like a 10K month, some sort of influencer or creator talking about this on social media, and they think, oh, I could do that if I worked four hours a day. But the truth is, if you're just getting started, you have to put in the pre-work. So for me to be able to go full time and work four hours a day, I had spent 10 months side hustling to get to that point, working a crazy amount of time to build up my client base and get myself to that point. So I guess what I'm trying to say here is if you've ever wondered the hours that are involved as a social media manager, it is true that you can work as much or as little as you want. Whether you are someone who's side hustling or a full-time mom and you just want a couple of hours a week to be able to make some extra cash, you can do that. If you want to be like me and you want to own all of the luxury things and you have an addiction to buying handbags and you need income to support that addiction, <laughs> then you can go full noise. You can go to that 40, 50, 60 hour a week. Uh, again, 60 hours a week are not normal for me. That's, that's in a launch period. <laughs> that's when I'm building up to a really big project. I would even say, actually, I'm thinking about projects I'm working on at the moment. Um, I'm writing a book. So exciting. There's actually, stay tuned. The next podcast episode, I'm pretty sure my schedule is going to be about the book. So make sure you're subscribed for when that one comes out. But anyway, what was I saying? Yes, the book. It hasn't actually involved a whole bunch of extra hours for me. Instead, I've just given myself a longer time frame to finish it. I've been basically writing it or researching and writing for it for the entire year. Now, I could have worked faster and harder if I wanted to, but I decided I didn't want to. So, 
So when I look back on my journey as a social media manager to, again, try answer this question, I have worked anywhere between five hours, 20 hours, 30 hours, 40 hours, 50 hours, 60 hours a week. It really just does depend on you and what you want as an individual, which is why, again, I think that's why so many people love this job. I mean, I know that's why I love it. And I know that's why I get a lot of questions like this, a lot of interest in this as a career, because it does have that flexibility. You can scale it up and down, which you can't really do with many jobs. Probably on the negative side of that, one thing that's really difficult as a social media manager that you do need to prepare yourself for is enforcing those work boundaries. And I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm perfect with having boundaries with my work and my clients. It's definitely be something that I have improved a lot this year. And like I said, I still have little slip ups every now and then where my boyfriend has to be like, stop working, it's late at night. <laughs> and I'm very glad that I have him as like a little bit of a reality check sometimes. And I think when you love what you do, it is very easy to get caught up and just completely lose track of time. And you're just so consumed by the project that you're working on. But I definitely have had a few breaking points in my sort of career or my journey as a social media manager where the work has just been too much and I've slipped up and I've said yes to too many things. Again, if you're a people pleaser like me, it's very easy to fall into that trap. You have lots of inquiries. It's super exciting. You say yes to everything. Then suddenly you've got four clients who all have special projects overlapping and are super demanding and it gets really hectic. I also made the mistake when I first got started of having no boundaries to replying to emails. So I would reply to emails at 8 p.m. on a Saturday. I also made the mistake of giving out my personal phone number to clients and I would get text messages at 8 p.m. on a Saturday night that I would then reply to. And it was almost like I had to go through the slow process of like weeding myself off that mindset and actually being like, okay, this is when I'm going to work. This is when I'm going to look at my phone and these are my hours. And I think as much as it is awesome to have flexibility as a social media manager, you do need somewhat of a structure when it comes to your work hours. Have something that you put in your contract so clients know when you are reachable and set that standard from the beginning. You know, I picked this up actually from working with another contractor, a web designer. They had in their contract, we are available from Monday to Friday, and it was something like 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. for you to contact our team. And I was like, that's so smart. Why haven't I ever put that in a contract? <laughs> like set that expectation right there in writing and your client's going to sign it. So that was a big learning curve for me, I guess, because I started with really bad boundaries, having to reintroduce them. And I generally say to clients that I am online from like nine, nine o'clock to four o'clock. When it comes to my mastermind or my coaching students, I usually say like 7 a.m. to like four o'clock because most of them are in the Northern Hemisphere. So I like to be online kind of early to have those calls with them to answer their questions just because or else if I answer it at like you know, midday, they're already asleep. It's midnight in there where they live. So sometimes the work hours that you set 
may be a little bit different to what you're used to in the corporate world, but it's just the fact that you're setting them for yourself, so that you're giving yourself some boundaries in terms of the days of the week that you work and the hours. I actually had a client who I really loved their business structure. Like they actually had it built into their routine that they worked on a weekend, which I obviously kind of, I guess, do as well. But they made it so it was like set projects that they would do on a Saturday and set hours. So if you are thinking weekend work is good for you, still introduce some boundaries around that. And I'd always suggest having Sundays off. Or if you have a Saturday off, you could work on a Sunday, like swapping those roles around. Um, But having at least one day where you are like office closed and you're completely just disconnected and you're not replying to anything. So hopefully today's episode was insightful in terms of how many hours I actually do work as a social media manager, but hopefully you've also picked up a few tips here when it comes to creating your schedule and creating boundaries. And I hope you guys enjoyed this short but sweet episode of the podcast. Make sure you are subscribed and following for next week's very exciting episode about my book. Um, really appreciate all of the DMs I've already received of people who are excited about the pre-order release. And yeah, I'm excited to tell you more next week and I will see you then. Bye guys.